0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. They play very hard. I mean, they play as a unit. Real tough, tough guys on this
1: side of the ball, uh, Skill athletes. Uh, they like the uh, pressure a lot, but I mean, hey, I mean, it's football, so I mean, we just got to come up schematically wise. and. Outsmart them and be more disciplined than you know. uh, them. They're a disciplined football team as well on the defense side of the ball. So. I mean, just coming in. I mean, it's, it's all going to be about us. I mean, we've got to focus on us and go out there
0: and our game. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go on the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. with my boobay like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy your Westie
2: girl with my base stuff. I know that it's good not you send it on my taste blood. I get way too busy when you up on your block and break it down. We playing Tetris trust AM to the PM, PM to the AM funk Eat up your per diem, you just gotta hate them, funk. If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes, funk. If I quit this season, I still be the greatest funk. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble, hola.
3: Sit down. Be humble. be humble. Sit down. Um, be humble. Sit down. Be
4: humble. Sit down. Welcome in, out of bounds, here on one o three seven. The buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live. From the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today, and thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon. Folks, it is an easy Friday show, and it is officially Game Day E for the Arkansas Razorbacks. And we're gonna have a lot of things to get into today when it comes to our predictions, not only for the game tomorrow at War Memorial Stadium but also for the entire Razorback football season. So can't wait to dive into that. And, of course, we want to hear from you and what you think is going to happen this season. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at at BuzzJohnNabors. And not only are we going to have those predictions, but we're going to be doing our game picks for this weekend of college football slates. That's uh, going to be happening, really, tonight, tomorrow. Have it on Sunday and on Monday. So... Plenty of games to choose from. We're going to have those. Steve Sullivan's going to be joining us. We'll have some Bet Saracen predictions, too. So we're going to have a busy but easy and fun Friday
1: show on game day eve. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, RJ Hawk is going to come on and preview some high school games. It's going to be the game of the week here tonight. But also, they have a schedule that's already in place for the next few weeks. So we'll talk about what they have going on from uh, the Buzz crew Mm -hmm. and broadcasting some high school. That's right, because we know with college football being
4: on everyone's mind, still got high school football going strong. So yeah, looking forward to catching up with RJ at that time and being able to did a little preview of everything that's happening uh, this weekend and long weekend for most, but the Labor Day weekend as we are officially not only hitting it to Razorback football season, but we're in the month of September, which we know has... Uh, A lot of things when it comes to sports, especially because not only you have college football starting up, but then you have NFL football starting up later. If you're a major league baseball fan, you know you start getting really down to the nitty gritty of how the playoff scene's getting set. So uh, September and October are really two of the months right there where, if you're a sports fan, it's kind of your paradise because you got great sports starting up, you got great sports getting to the championships into the playoffs. And uh, getting yourself ready for even more sports, because in October you got basketball starting up too, so... Yo, it's this, the peak. This peak is it. time now. Yeah, this is it for two months. So, one day away from Razorback football, as we talked about, and you know, I was continuing on with our trend of number one. I think, you know, K.J. Jefferson at this point's probably where a lot of people would go with number one, but there's been a lot of great number ones that have come through the University of Arkansas. Like J.J. Metters. <laughs> yes. I would say him. Uh, guy I always liked, but, you know... it, it I'm remembering for the wrong reasons probably but uh Markwell Wade remember him? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's mainly known for that uh, punt return that uh, was not returned but he was on punt uh he was on punt uh, well, I guess uh, punt just a punt team. Yeah, just a punt team where he was a gunner on the side and almost killed that poor Vanderbilt punt returner. So he's somebody I think of uh, of number 1 uh very often. I was trying to think of just off the top of my head, who else uh, comes to mind?
1: Jalen Catalan. Yeah, oh, yeah.
4: How about that? Forgot, see, I even forgot he was number one. Yeah, just like got a sight out of mind. But Jalen Catalan yeah, number one. One on
1: offense, one on defense for a few years. Mm-hmm. That's right. So
4: I don't even know. Again, I'm sure that again I'll probably think of some as it comes around, but uh, you know, I was I was talking to a buddy of mine, I had to go back and look. Like I know this is just random, but you know, Reggie Fish, if you say what you want about him. He was number one. He was, but he was three different numbers at Arkansas. He was number one, number two, and number seven. And well, why didn't he just go one, two, three? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that, might as well.
1: That would have been a lot simpler.
4: Yeah, made it easy on everybody. He actually, and what was crazy is he was number seven to start the 06 season, but then moved to number one. So, like, in the middle of the year, he changed numbers. I never really heard many things like that. Somebody may have left
1: the team, and then he's like, all right, well, number one's available. Let me get it. (laughs) Yeah, maybe so. Or maybe uh, he felt
4: like he wasn't playing too well in that number and wanted to switch it up. You know, a little superstitious there. But uh, but no doubt that uh, right now for Arkansas, though, K.J. Jefferson is QB1. He is number one and hopefully ends up being the uh, number one player for Arkansas this season because we know the quarterback's the most important. And uh, this is going to be a big year for him, not only because of The season itself and being able to have a good year for his team and everything, but also he's going to have to get ready for the NFL. And, you know, he wants to get drafted as, as a quarterback and there's some things that he wants to work on this season, too. So not only does he want to go out there and have success, but he wants to look good doing it and develop in the right way. So that way, when the NFL draft and combine comes to call him. Uh, He could be one of those players that could possibly be a first-round pick, which is, I'm sure, a goal of his.
1: That's what we've seen from KJ over the last few years, though. Every year he's worked on something and seemed to get better at uh, some of the things that maybe he was trying to add every year. And That's what you want to do as a player, not just as quarterbacks, but as players in football, you want to add something to your game every year if you can and just display all the talents, the versatility that you have. We know he's versatile first of all and that's kind of the story of the quarterback position now anyways you need to be able to move around as well as be effective in passing the ball well and with him too like everyone always makes the comparisons of oh you know cam
4: newton because of the size and the and everything i don't know like how accurate it is as far as the, uh, you know is he going to be that type of player once he gets to the nfl or, or whatever but i have always just wondered is there a player that he can be like or maybe that he's based upon or people when they see him at the combine or see what he's doing they'll be like, oh, well he was kind of like this player. Because I guess Cam Newton is the best example because he's, he's a big bodied guy and who can run and he can run you over but also has a, a pretty strong arm. Not to say he's going to have a Cam Newton type season, although we'd all be excited for that. Uh, I just feel like he has a few players that people may compare him to but I don't know, maybe Cam Newton is the best example of the type of player that he could end up being especially once he gets to the NFL too.
1: We'll see, we'll see, um, but got to get through this college season, first of all, and mm-hmm. there's a lot on the table, a lot to be accomplished during this season, trying to get the team in the best position that that he can, and that the team around him can. Yeah, got to get through the season, got to get
4: through the season healthy, uh, as the most important thing, got to get through this game healthy. We know uh, Western Carolina is going to come in, and they're going to be all about taking a victory from the Razorbacks, and they got to make sure that that doesn't happen. They're a team that can score, Western Carolina, that is. Score a lot of points, a lot of offense. They can run it. They can pass it. So Arkansas' defense is going to get all that they can handle. We'll see how the Razorback defense steps up in their first game against Western Carolina, and hopefully uh, it ends up going well for the Razorbacks. And it's going to be a beautiful day there. I walked out this morning, Joe, and that weather hit me. I'm like, oh, man, this is football season right there. It was almost chilly, like the cold front came in. It was only 80 degrees. But it felt good this morning, feeling uh, it was almost like September's here. All right, get that football weather there in place. I don't know if it's going to stay that way. But this morning, I certainly felt a certain type of way about football.
1: That's right around the corner, though, as far as some of that football weather. We don't know how far it is simply because it is Arkansas. We could hmm. get it next week, and then it could turn back hot. That's just kind of what we deal with here. But... It seems like always around state fair time, that's when we get that change. Yeah, man, it,
4: just, it feels good. It feels so good. But you got to embrace it. you got to have fun with it while you still can. And I know that uh, we're, we're all excited just to have football season here for all sports, for high school and for college and for uh, the NFL. But uh, let's go to the phone lines right off the bat and have uh, Zach in Little Rock lead us off. What's up, Zach?
3: Hey, how's it going, John? It's a great day to be a Razorback in the Rock. Yes, sir. Uh, I got my buddy with me. We're just going to give our quick predictions. We'll be in the stadium tomorrow rooting the hogs on. What's up, Mike? what's up, Joe?
1: Hey, what's up? What's up, man? What's
3: up? I'm Taylor. From, we're big old hog fans, and we're just going to give out our hog predictions for the game tomorrow, you know? Yeah, hit
4: us up with them.
3: Hey, man, Arkansas is going to destroy Western Carolina. It's going to be a bad day in the Rock for those catamounts. They're not going to like hearing these uh, hog calls tomorrow. Uh, So Arkansas is going to score 50, I think, on them.
2: And it's 50?
3: Catamounts uh, going to score like three.
4: Like that, Uh, Uh, yeah.
3: For my my prediction, I got Arkansas 42, West Carolina 3.
4: All right, so you guys are both predicting uh, big wins for Arkansas and not a whole lot of points scored for the Catamounts.
3: Oh, yeah, I think it's going to be a great season for the Hogs. Let's go, Hogs.
4: Yes, sir. Woo (laughs) big. I love it. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for calling. calling in.
3: You guys have a good day. Yeah,
4: have a good one. All right, we'll do. Appreciate it. Yeah, look at that. Are getting some predictions and some excitement. That may be and, one of them. F- getting off
1: to a, a good start with a, a great call. There. Yeah, yeah.
4: That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know how many times it's happened for us, but uh, to get two on one call for two different people and giving us the predictions. You know, it's a killing two birds with one stone. So I like the prediction. I know that people are going to have their score because I guess yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday, right? Where Drive Time does the little blue book. Is, that, is That's yes, on, on Thursday. Th- yeah, Thursday. Yes. that's what I thought. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people gave their score predictions there, too, and I know we'll give our predictions and picking games and everything, and also specific things about this season that uh, we'll pick, whether it's, uh, you know, who's going to lead the team in receiving, stuff like that, but uh, from everybody that I've seen That's and heard That's going to be from, the most interesting topic, mm-hmm. maybe. Which I'm, I'm still kind of going back and forth on who I'm going to pick, because I've been probably overthinking it too much, which... You know, it's probably going to end up being uh, you know some one player that just dominates the whole time and never even looks back. But that's what's going to make it fun. That's what this is all about: is just predictions about hopefulness, about oh man, tomorrow we're going to kill them and it's going to be great and we're going to win big. And you hope it happens, and it could happen, and it probably should happen. But uh, as you know, as Razorback fans, better than anybody, you can never take a game for granted, never take a win for granted, and especially when it comes to uh, non-conference foes or foes that you feel like you should dominate can't just come in here and thinking that you're going to roll right over them because that's when you're going to get in trouble.
1: No, that's not how it works at all. You have to – there, there was a player um, – can't even remember who it was exactly, but one of the players talking to during the week, he said, you have to treat this opponent in Western Carolina just like you do Alabama. Not that it's the same team or anything, but you have to prepare for each team with a goal in mind of going out and winning the game And not overlook any team or treat any team different from a standpoint of you want to be able to do what you do as Arkansas and play your game to the fullest effect that you can. But you have to prepare a certain way to make that happen. And you can't just take it for granted and and act like you can show up and win because it doesn't work like that.
4: That's why the great coaches separate themselves. Like, you know, people laugh about Nick Saban and using him as an example where they will be playing some, you know, team from the Sun Belt and they're up. Forty-eight to nothing, and it's you know in the fourth quarter, and he's still screaming and as angry as he would be if it was game on the line against LSU in the SEC for the SEC West title. Like he, he's just like consistency, and I feel like that's an easier uh, said than done thing. But as a coach and as a program, that's why those coaches doesn't matter what time, how much time's left, doesn't matter who it is, they're going to be trying to coach the same way because they want to show the urgency of it.
1: Well, and he probably relishes some of that at times because. Now you can get in film session and he has things that he can point out, things that he can coach upon to say that, you know, no game is going to be perfect, but there are certain things that he'll be able to coach it up to say that we need to be able to improve on this because maybe it didn't hurt us in this game, but there could be a game down the line where we're really going to need to have this, and make it right.
4: Yeah, because it's a long season, folks, as we all know. But it kicks off tomorrow for Arkansas. we got a lot to get to today. Going to have R.J. Hawk joining us in the next segment. Uh, we'll continue to talk about the Razorback football game. What's your prediction? What do you think is going to happen? Not only for the game tomorrow, but also for the season in general. Let us know here on Out of Bounds, 501-661-1037. More of it coming up on an easy Friday show. Stay with us.
2: Clint Sterner joins Justin and Wes in the Zone courtesy of Motorsports Authority. Motorsports Authority has two great locations with hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Check them out online at msastore.com. Clint Turner in the Zone brought to you by Motorsports Authority on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz.
0: Sports Center.
2: Football is here. We'll have a full slate of college football this weekend. Tonight there are six games. Some of the highlights are Michigan State taking on Central Michigan at 6 on FS1. Georgia Tech will play Louisville at 6.30 on ESPN. Then in the final game of the night, Stanford will take on Hawaii at 10 on CBS Sports Network. Tomorrow, Arkansas State will face 20th-ranked Oklahoma at 11 a.m. That game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. Arkansas will take on Western Carolina at 12 at War Memorial Stadium. Coverage for that game will start at 8 a.m. with Hogwild Game Day. Stay tuned after the game for the fifth quarter post-game show. And Central Arkansas will face Oklahoma State at 6. Coverage for that game can be heard on the .94.1 starting at 5. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like
4: vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good, like real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral, Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly. It's time for the 2023 Central Arkansas Tailgate Extravaganza at War Memorial Stadium. Friday, September 1st from 5 till 10. Saturday from 11 till kickoff. Delectable cuisine, exquisite beverages, captivating melodies, and jubilant camaraderie. Tickets, tables, corporate packages available. To choose your experience, visit Tailgate.com. Central Arkansas Tailgate, brought to you by Globe Life and Tyson.
5: Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at GoGreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered
1: having pain like that and not knowing how you caused it and for how long it's lasting, it's debilitating QC
2: Kinetics patient Diane Richardson hated not being able to live her life to the fullest due to joint pain, but then she called QC Kinetics, where regenerative treatments helped her pain go away the
6: result was phenomenal,
2: QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in using natural biologics to restore and repair damaged joint tissue, this was a
1: great alternative for me as opposed to going in and possibly having surgery or something else, there was no downtime, and that's That's what I love. My life is too busy for me to be sidelined.
2: If you're tired of constant pain from arthritis or injury, don't think the old treatments are the only treatments. Discover regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics.
1: Just to feel good and know that I'm out of pain is the best thing ever. I'm able to do everything that I want to do.
2: Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440
4: 501-222-8440 waiting is no fun like when you're hungry waiting for the microwave waiting for the light to turn green when you're running late come on come on come on or waiting for your notoriously unpunctual friend to arrive at the bar even though she just text you five minutes away sure you are at the payroll company we know waiting stinks which is why we pride ourselves on fast replies to our clients doing payroll right and on time
2: each month and answering questions quickly and efficiently The Payroll Company. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com.
0: Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house. With the best of meats in the business, Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Oh, man. Talk
2: radio? Yes, talk radio. so boring, man. Okay, okay. The car just Just committed suicide.
0: Shut up, man. On 103.7 The Buzz.
2: Ocean Avenue Where I used to sit and talk with you We were both 16 and it felt
4: Friday show here on game day for the Arkansas Razorback football team taking on the Western Carolina Catamounts tomorrow at War Memorial Stadium. It's going to be a beautiful day. Kickoff's at noon, and we still have a pair of tickets to give away, correct? If, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So still we're good to go. All right. just wanted to make sure because we know that those things are going like hotcakes, and want to make sure none of the other shows gave away our tickets. Not that that's ever happened before, but uh, yeah, we're gonna have some tickets to give away today. Final pair here on Out of Bounds. So uh, be on the lookout on that, and also, rumor has it that it will have parking to come along with it, too. So we'll uh, we'll get with you on that. Even better. Yeah. I mean, you can't... going to well, make
1: somebody's day. So
4: I'd say, you got the, you got the, the great spots, and you got parking, and you know what? It's free, and you want it. You know why? Because you're listening to the best show here on 103.7 The Buzz. Am I right or am I right? Of course I'm right. So i are uh, going to have RJ Hawk join us here in a bit, but before we do, let's uh, squeeze in a few calls, uh, like Jake, who's in Cabot. What's up, Jake?
7: Man, freak, John, what's going on, guys? What's up, man? Oh, heading down from the loo, man. Heading home for the weekend. Can't wait to be in front of that 70 inch with a cold beer, my hand tomorrow.
4: Yeah, that's a, that's a vibe right there, my man. That's a vibe.
7: There you go. Hey, uh, I'll give you my prediction I gave Randy yesterday on, on drive time real quick. I, I said 49-10. to 10, My initial was going to be 49-3, but I think we'll give up a garbage touchdown in the fourth quarter. And I also think our first touchdown is going to be scored... In the return game by either Green or Centennial.
5: Really? Okay. On
7: either a kick or punt return. And I want to say one more thing to you guys. Negative Nancy Mike has been banned by Justin Acre and banned by Drive Time now, too. Oh, wow. Could, this, this, this Jack Wagon called in yesterday and predicted. 3027 Western Carolina. That,
1: that can't be true, Jake. They didn't ban you know, him. No, I
7: swear, I, I swear. to you, Yes, they did.
1: <laughs> Randy and
7: Rick said they are not going to take his calls anymore. Oh, I you guys uh, are the only show left, man. Oh man.
1: That could, maybe, that could be. Like, that could be. That could be looked at a few different ways. Now, Jake, are you saying that he's banned from Morning Mayhem also?
7: Uh, I don't know that he calls into Morning Mayhem. I listen to those guys most of the time. They don't take a whole lot of calls. Know, We're gonna have to
1: check into but, it though. I'm not not because drive time that would be really out of character. I'm yeah. you,
7: I was I, I was listening to it. I I, I, I kid you not, bricks the one that came up with it.
1: Wow,
4: man, that's when you know it's real if that type of thing happens. So,
7: hey, I'm just saying, turn him into the next Tiger Bay man. Get rid of it. <laughs>
4: yeah, well, we'll uh, we'll put that into consideration for everybody, Jake. All right.
7: Hey, man, you guys have a great Friday. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend with your family and loved ones, and uh, go hogs, man. Love you guys.
4: I appreciate it, Jake. Thanks for calling, man. man it's good to hear from you. Yeah, I've, uh, I've I've been looking at tomorrow's game, and you know, I think that that's kind of the fun mystery about it all. Is you know, It's like, oh, okay, well, you feel good. You feel like the whole season's going, and you're going to open up, and you're going to get it going. It's going to be great, but you just never know. There's a lot of mystery, a lot of newness. Uh, it could be one of these things that takes a little bit to get going, and it could be some things that uh, get going pretty quick, fast, and in a hurry. But that's what tomorrow's about. We'll have to wait and see how that all plays out. But we definitely know, though, that uh, with high school football still going on, there's plenty of things to discuss there, especially with the high school game of the week. So let's go ahead and welcome in R.J. Hawk and and talk more about it. What's going on, R.J.? So, boys?
5: How are you doing today? It's Man. a beautiful Friday. It's uh, week one of the high school football season. We know we had week zero last week, so now you've got week one where everybody in the state's going to be playing. So, uh, looking forward to a fun Friday night.
1: Yeah, everything is good, RJ, and we're looking forward to a great season all together. And it all, it, as you mentioned, week zero, but everybody, it starts for everybody tonight. So, we're looking forward to it.
5: Yeah, and we've got a good one tonight because uh, we're headed up Highway 10 to Little Rock Christian tonight. Shiloh Christian's taking on Little Rock Christian, and these are two teams that are, they they have high hopes. Shiloh Christian's got a new football coach. They were in the state championship game last year. They lost to the Parkview in the state championship, thirty-one uh, twenty-one. That was after coming off a year where they they won a state championship, and so then you've got Little Rock Christian who's got. One of the best quarterbacks in the state in Walker White. He's committed to Auburn to play football. I still think that there's, there may be room to try to lure him into to staying in the state of Arkansas, but right now he's committed to Auburn. But uh, probably one of the best quarterbacks in the state. Looking for a great matchup tonight uh, between both these two teams.
4: Seems like it's a unique matchup, too. I feel like anytime you have interesting out of conference or areas or regions or anything like that, it's always kind of a unique deal. Is this something that uh, is pretty new or maybe something that they're going to? try to do a little bit more often with the Battle of the Christian Schools?
5: Well, you know, so both these two teams played last year, but really you don't see very often uh, where somebody like Shiloh Christian's coming down and and playing Little Rock Christian. It doesn't happen quite that often, mainly because of travel issues, but being that we're in the non-conference right now... Uh, and, and we we 've seen redistricting and rezoning of schools that uh, you 're seeing a lot of different matchups that you haven 't seen in years past and and that 's across all classifications and then you 're also seeing some of these smaller schools try to play up in the non conference to get prepared for that conference run into a state championship. you know I always think of Pulaski Academy who uh, they every year they play a benefit game they 've done it for five or six years with Bryant. They do a benefit game every single year, and uh, they use that game to prepare for their run in not only non-conference play, but in conference play. And then you're also seeing teams like Bryant and... um uh, Little Rock Christian and and uh, just you know a lot of the five and six seven seven-day schools that are playing out of state competition. You know Madison Ridgeway is playing Pulaski Academy, and uh, I know Bryant's playing a team out of out of Tennessee, and and so you're seeing some of these top level schools from across the country that are playing some of our top level teams in Arkansas.
1: So RJ with Shiloh Christian, Little Rock Christian, what do these two teams bring to the table? What can we expect to see tonight?
5: Well, you know, I, I would normally say that we would know a lot about both these teams, but being that uh, Shiloh's got a brand-new coach, this is the first time Shiloh's had a change in, I think it's eight years, and, and so, you know, both these teams used to be very similar. Air it out, uh, you have a good running game, both have good defenses. We know a lot with Little Rock Christian because of their quarterback situation. Their quarterback, as I said, is one of the best in the state, and and rightfully so, He's he's had... Uh, offers from every SEC school uh... pretty much every division one school across the country and then uh... they've got a good running back they've got good wide receivers in fact uh... justin acres uh... kid maddox plays for little rock christian and uh... so you know they are a very talented team that that's projected to make a run this year for a state championship uh... defensively i think that nobody's really talking about their defense they've got they've got a really good defense at little rock christian as for shiloh i would imagine that we're gonna see a lot of the same thing that they've done in years past uh, where they just air it out, they they go with that spread attack, which is traditional with a lot of these schools nowadays, uh, but you know we just don 't know a lot about what their new head coach, who he used to be at uh, at Shiloh, went to Oklahoma for a little while to be a head coach, and now he 's back uh, likes to air it out, but it 's going to be a a little bit different of a Shiloh team because in years past Shiloh's not had. The defense, The, the defense is always, they've always been very, very good offensively. Uh, defensively, they, they were good, but never just great. And so I think a lot of people are looking to see how good are they going to be defensively this year uh, under their new head coach.
4: All right, for what you go, RJ, just let everybody know where to listen, how it's going to go, times, and everything to listen to the high school game of the week.
5: Yeah, so tonight is uh, that we're actually doing a, a doubleheader because uh, the Football Friday with Randy Rainwater and Barry Grooms and Kevin Bohannon, they're going to do a Drive Time Sports and the Football Friday at Little Rock Christian tonight. So that starts at 4 o'clock. He'll have all the coaches and everybody on, and then uh, we will take the air at 645. Uh, it'll be on the Buzz, it'll be on the Buzz app, and uh, we'll, have the, we'll have all the pregame coverage there. I want to thank Birch Tree Communities. They're our title sponsor this year. Really uh, appreciate them for stepping up and, and sponsoring high school kids and, and sports in the state of
1: Arkansas. RJ, what are the other games that are already set for the schedule so far?
5: So next week, uh, we are doing uh, Little Rock Park View at Bryant. So you've got a battle of two state champions, the 5A champion and the 7A champion. Uh, That'll be in Bryant next week. And then the week after that, uh, a team that kind of came out of nowhere last year and and stole the hearts of a lot of high school fans, Little Rock Catholic, uh, they're taking on Benton the next week. And so uh, that game will be in Benton, and uh, we'll have that game. So the next two weeks, uh, it's a, a battle of Little Rock versus Saline County over the next two weeks.
1: Good deal. We look forward to those games, and we'll we'll check it with you again soon. Um, it's exciting time to get high school football going, and we're just excited about football altogether.
5: together. Yeah, I was about to say it's not just high school; it's it's football's back, and and whether it be uh, the Razorbacks or your favorite college football team or high school, hey, you can guarantee you're going to see the pigskin on Friday and Saturday for uh, until December. So it's going to be a lot of fun.
4: All right, RJ, have a good one, man. Have fun on the call tonight. See you, guys. All right. Again, that see was you, R.J. Hawk joining us. Talking about high school game of the week. And I have a lot of those conversations here on Out of Bounds each and every Friday. Getting excited for it. Uh, also, uh, real quick, you know, if we're talking about football and everything. College football happened last night uh, with Bet Saracen. Got my bets. Got in Utah. Uh, they hit for that one on minus four and a half. But, man, Florida did not look, uh, they didn't, they didn't look good. They were very good. They, they, they had some problems last night. That was pretty disappointing to see, uh, if you're a Florida fan, that is. But uh, he had college football last night with those games. He got th- pretty entertaining. Also, the one I liked was the Big Ten game of uh, Minnesota and Nebraska. That was crazy. That, th-
1: yeah, that was good. And it would have been a good win for Nebraska. That was stated during the broadcast that it would be a good win to get Matt Rule's era going there. But they came up short. And it was uh, a good test for them playing against Minnesota. I. I think, I have to go back and look at the tweet, but I think I saw that
4: there was a stat that like Nebraska's like 2-18 in their past 21 possession games, something to that extent. I, I was like, oh my gosh, you talk about feeling cursed. That was the epitome of it last night. They were in full control defensively, especially as low scoring, but they were 10-3 was pretty much how it was going the whole time. Nebraska was up, and then a fumble happens, and then boom. Then you have uh, the Minnesota go down the field, and on 4th and 10... A game on the line, have a horrible throw by the quarterback for Minnesota, but an incredible catch with the little dragging of the toe right there by the wide receiver in the corner of the end zone. Gets it down just a little bit, <laughs> uh, and they had to review it, but it was an incredible catch. They ended up tying it, and I thought, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's going to go to overtime because if there's anything about these two Big Ten teams, I feel like we're going to get to, like, the 12 overtime deal now that the new rule's in place. But instead, Nebraska throws a pick. Minnesota goes down, kicks a field goal, ends up winning it. So, brutal way to start the Matt Rule era there in Nebraska. But, hey, it's one game, you They'll know? get better. Yeah, it's one game. And, you know, you're on the road, so you know, you're, you're a team that's with a new coach. Could have been a lot worse, but got to be disappointed for them. Uh, but people, man, people in Florida are mad.
1: They are mad about Billy Napier and about the way things went last night. Again, and... it's one game. Now, it looked a lot better last year. You had a much different... Player at quarterback to start with, but you had better talent altogether at Florida. Now, the one thing that they should be disappointed in Cam Rising, Utah's starting quarterback, didn't play, and they had some pieces off that team that are no longer there anymore. And they made the backup quarterback look pretty good last night, starting from the first play of the game, offensive play of the game for Utah. But Florida's defense is something that they were going to depend on a lot more, and although they didn't give up a lot of points, it seemed as if Utah was in control of that game the entire time. Now, Florida surged a little bit late where they were able to do something offensively, but their offense was out of sorts for most of that game. Yeah, well, now, come on. What are you getting a penalty
4: for for having two number threes out on the field? Come on, man. I know it's the first game, but that's the type of stuff that you just can't have happen. And the amount of play or penalties they got for having more than uh, four people in the backfield, stuff like that, it's like, again, if it's mistakes because it's the first game, that's one thing, but when you're talking about something like having two players with the same number on the field at the same time it can really cost you but yeah that was a it's pretty rough game for them but and that's
1: why they do it for a specific reason of having players on offense mm-hmm. and defense with different numbers because it's easier to sort it out where they aren't on the field at the same time every now and then you'll run into something where there are players on special teams that may wear the same number and. We've even seen players change jerseys at the time when they were having to go on the field if they're playing special teams at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it
4: should be something you could figure out pretty easily, but still a little frustrating there if you're Florida. But again, it's a long season, but I started thinking about Florida's schedule. You know, they open up the season against Utah. They play in the SEC East. They still have to play Arkansas and LSU out of the West. And then they end the season with Florida State. Like, (laughs) you know, this could be something where if they don't get things shored up pretty quickly... It could be really bad for Billy Napier there in Florida. But, as we said, it's one game. It's the beginning of the season. Remember how people were making fun of LSU last year against Florida State? Oh, my goodness, you guys, all these penalties you had, all these turnovers. You can't make an extra point. This looks terrible. Ended up winning the SEC West. So, you got to let it uh, happen a little bit more than just one game. But it wasn't a very good start for this season, we'll say that. Let's go to the phone lines. Brian is in Redfield. What's up, Brian.
6: Hey, so guys, I'm going to ask about clarification on the rule about the clock don't stop with first downs, and uh if y'all can one of y'all can start looking that up, I'm going to talk about my problem with it and what I've seen between week zero and what I saw last night. Week zero. I was paying particular information in week z- uh, attention in week zero with regards to the clock stopping with first downs where the guy was tackled inbounds and the clock didn't stop. I mean, barely even... I, caught, I, saw, I saw a couple of times it looked like maybe the, the, the score keeper uh, just didn't start it or whatever, but for the most part the clock didn't stop. And then, last night what I saw and I was paying special attention to it when there was a first down made. The clock did stop. And then, the, even to the point where the announcer said, okay, it's going to stop temporarily for them to mm-hmm. move the chain. And so, what we don't need to get into is say uh, uh, you're beating a team that you're not supposed to, like say Arkansas's beating Alabama, and Alabama has the ball late in the game, and they make a first down. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, now the clock has stopped more than temporarily yeah. for them to move the chain so they can reset. So there needs to be some clarification on this rule change, and and uh, I'm not sure how it reads, and I'm not sure what y'all have seen, but for what I observed from week zero, it did not stop, and then Thursday night there was it stopped temporarily for them to move change and it was two to three seconds I guess the but mm-hmm. there there don't need to be no judgment in in this rule no no judgment well, calls it needs to be set in stone
4: Well Brian uh, the I know the new rules at least in college football is that on first downs the clock never stops unless it's the final two minutes of the first half or the end of the game the final two minutes of the of the game. Those are the only times that mm-hmm. the the clock is supposed to keep running. Now I don't know if there's maybe some people still getting the uh, kinks worked out because it is a new rule to them. But uh, in, in college football, that is what they're trying to adapt, more like the NFL, because the NFL has that rule. I guess, but well, the NFL no, still runs. In the in... I guarantee
6: you, last night, especially in the Florida Utah game, if there was a first down, the clock stopped.
4: Like throughout the wrath of, you're, uh, you're saying the entire game, yes. not just the last two minutes.
6: Yeah. And,
4: okay, well.
6: and and there was no clarification that it even had anything to do with the last two minutes. No. They're, they were stopping the clock temporarily. They said temporarily for them to move the chain, But from what I understand, it's supposed to keep running if there's a first down no matter when. And it didn't have anything to do with the two minutes before half or the end of the game.
4: Well, but I, I don't know if maybe saying, they were just not utilizing the rule correctly, but that's the way the NCAA has has addressed it is that's what's supposed so to it's, happen. So
6: it's so it's worded that within the last 2 minutes, yes. stop yes. the first down? Yes. For what period of time? Just for them to reset the change or tell the snap.
4: Well, it's yeah, it's when they so it's kind of like the last 2 minutes is basically how college football used to be where if you got a first down, ref runs over there, puts the ball down, and then as soon as he gives the whistle to start running the clock, that's when it starts back up. It's just the final two minutes no, is like old, wo- old college okay. football, and then now it's done it to where it's supposed for to be. For both halves. Yes, for both well, halves.
6: I paid special attention to all the games that I could see last night. Yeah. To that rule, and I was watching for that. And it stopped every time there was a first down made. Mm. Even if the, the tackler was even they were if they were tackled inbound.
4: Right. Well I, and it
6: didn't matter when in the half. Okay. It didn't but for week zero it did.
4: Okay. Well and I, and I tell you what, hey Brian, we gotta run. We appreciate your phone call, man. Like again, maybe it's just something that they weren't used to it yet. Maybe it's some sort of glitch. I don't really know. I didn't see that happening last night, but it's not to say because I wasn't really paying attention to the clock very much. But that's the rule in place, at least in college football. But we got some more calls we'll get to. Got what's training the world of sports also coming up. We're going to keep it moving here on Out of Bounds on an easy Friday show on Game Day Eve. So stay with us. Bank
6: OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC.
7: Big performing live. The rings of face weekend. Saturday, September the 2nd. Doors open up at 8. Performance starts at 10. Auto performing. 607 Bobby. Family made Dre and Jante. Along with 8-State Hustlers. Hosted by Waikido and CTC. DJ Drew's on the music. Go get your ticket from the
1: LittleRockHall.com. Yes, sir. The official after party will
0: be held at Club Twice, forty three fourteen Asher Avenue. Hosted by Stack 3. We going up all night. Bottles will be popped. Sparklers will be sparked.
2: Hey, what's happening? country
0: cousin, Big
6: Crit, third coat representative, Mississippi native. I will be performing live at Razor Fest
1: at the Hall in Little Rock, Arkansas on September 2nd. Presented by Rock the Stage Productions.
2: Get your tickets right now, y'all. Hey. Big
7: Creek performing live at the Razor Fest, Labor Day weekend, Saturday, September the 2nd. Doors open up at 8. Go get your tickets from the
0: LittleRockHall.com. Yes,
7: sir. Tune in each Friday for the Birch Tree Community's High School Football Game of the Week with R.J. Hawk, Kyle Sutherland, and Josh Neighbors. Birch Tree Community is a place called home. For more information, visit
1: birchtree.org. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, Deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit williedespianobar.com.
2: Come and get your Willie on After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning?
0: (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance
4: plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri.
5: See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Self in Hot Springs
7: Trey and Chris Schinnup with you. Chris, the 19th annual kickoff to men's health is coming up. Yeah, Trey, we're pretty excited. It's coming up.
4: The first one will be September 7th at our Little Rock location, 1300 Centerview Drive. Men 40 and older, it's time to get screened, is it not? It is. And, you know, as our CEO, Scott Davis, says, you come in for a free screen and you might win a 65-inch flat screen TV.
7: 263-0926 for more information or ArkansasUrology.com. Guys, you can just show up, all thanks to our presenting sponsor, CHI St. Vincent.
1: <laughs> Oakland Race. Racing Casino Resort presents Oakland Game Day. It's an inside look at the week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest betting lines from Oakland Sportsbook. Justin Akre and Oakland's Director of Sports Wagering, Zach Gillum,
2: give you all the information you need to place your bets at Oakland. Catch it on the buzz Wednesday at 8 p.m. and again Thursday mornings at 5.30 before morning mayhem. Oakland Game Day on your fun and game station, 1037 The Buzz.
0: Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you
3: behind on your credit card bills? Good, pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good, pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good, pick up the phone and start dialing.
0: Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Your brother wants a shot at the Catalina wine mixer.
7: (laughs) I'm ready. I'm walking tall. You think you're ready to run with the bulls? I've been earning and burning, snapping necks and cashing checks. On
0: 103.7 The Buzz. Every time you come around, you know I can't say.
2: Take control
1: If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. It is September now, so go to guadneychevrolet.com and check out all the deals that are there, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadagni is always actively buying vehicles, so you'll get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. Get a deal started before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville on guadneychevrolet.com and see the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadagniChevrolet.com. They have convenient service hours throughout the week, also Saturday 7 a.m. until noon in case you can't make it throughout the week. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas' number one Chevy dealer, Guadani Chevrolet, Chevrolet.com.
4: It's an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. It is game day eve, and we're going to have some tickets to give away. As in some, as in multiple tickets to give away. Still for Arkansas and Western Carolina this Saturday, which is tomorrow at noon. So uh, we're going to have plenty to give away. And we want to do this as a caveat, folks, just to let everybody know. So that way, if you win, this is how it's going to go down. So we'll have some various ways of giving away these tickets And parking will be included with each giveaway. So we do a family four-pack that includes parking. Here's the caveat, though. Tickets, no problem. The parking, though, however, you're going to have to. If you win, you're going to have to get to War Memorial Stadium at Gate 1 at the ticket office by 5 o'clock today. That's the only caveat. Now, if you can't make it, but, you know, your wife or your husband can make it or a kid, well, whoever, that's fine. They just got to get there by five o'clock. Now we'll make sure we reiterate that fact whenever we do another ticket giveaway. But yes, we're going to have some tickets, and with each of those giveaways, we're going to give away some parking, free parking to go along with it. As long as you can get to War Memorial by five o'clock to this afternoon, It's a great deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like you talk about how tickets are expensive and parking's expensive and going to games are expensive. Man, when you get four free tickets, you and the you're, you and the wife and the kids, and you get free parking. I mean, what what could be better? You're the only thing you're spending money on is concession stands, and I mean, come on, what could be better than that? So we'll give you some details on that as it goes on in the show. Uh, let's uh, squeeze Phil and Litterock though in real quick. What's up, Phil?
6: Hey, not much. Hey, um, I watched last night because uh, two of the games had Arkansas common opponents coming up. Mm-hmm. So Utah played Florida, and then UCF played Kent State.
4: Yeah, that was. Ugly. And I was
6: curious what you guys think about the points scored. In those games, and if Arkansas will score that many, give up as few, and maintain those differentials as those teams played last night, I don't see it happening. But I wanted to hear what you guys had to say.
4: Okay, appreciate it, Phil. Well, I I, I will say this: uh, can maybe you need to ask me tomorrow? You know, after I see Arkansas's offense and how it looks. But yeah, Kent State, the team that Arkansas plays next Saturday in Fayetteville, uh, they got beat handedly by Gus Malzon's UCF team, fifty-six to six. Uh, it w- it was not even close, and I think uh, UCF rushed for over 300 yards pretty easily. So you think that's a good matchup for Arkansas. And the Florida game, as we were talking about with the Utah deal, man, that's one game. And Utah's a really good team. Utah is, had was the home team. And that's saying that you know, Florida had a chance of winning, but it wasn't like they got completely and totally blown out 56 to nothing. So uh, I need to see more out of Florida before I can make that thought. But uh certainly looked like the Kent State team at least should give some uh, opportunities for Arkansas to maybe uh, have some have some success especially on the ground but we, we got to get through Western Carolina first got to see how that plays out before we start getting crazy with it but there's a lot of things going on in the world of sports so let's talk about what's trending official that the ACC will be adding Stanford, Cal, and SMU as members beginning next season, the 2024-2025 season. It was in the works. There were some negotiations going on, but it looks like it officially got done. And I was, my first thought was, okay, that's not surprising at all, but, you know, I think about basketball, the SEC-ACC challenge that's coming up and it's going to be a thing. I can't wait for one of these poor souls in in the SEC in basketball to have to go out to Berkeley or Palo Alto to play in the SEC-ACC Challenge. Uh, but, no, it's, I think it's a smart move for uh, the ACC to add them, but uh, especially the SMU thing is kind of interesting. I always wondered if they get into a major conference, but they did. That's going to be big time for them. Yeah, I, I think it's great for them. But the the part of the deal is, though – is that the, the revenue is one of the most interesting things about how it's going to be uh, divvied up because uh, it says that the moves have been subject to much drama. It's like they're going to they try to appease a group of members, protracted process so growing amid the backdrop and how they're going to be making a lot of additional revenue and, and blah, blah, blah. But essentially, uh, you're going to be looking at where a lot of these schools... Will not be making any revenue for many years. (laughs) Like you got like SMU not making any revenue. Uh, It says, "Here we go." Cal, Stanford, and SMU will come in a significant discount, which will help create revenue pool. As uh, SMU is expected to come in for nine years with no broadcast media revenue. SMU is not going to make a dime on broadcast revenue of the ACC for nine years, and Cal and Stanford will start out just receiving thirty percent of the ACC revenue. I, first off, if I'm an ACC member, I'm like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, bring them on in. Who cares? They're not making the money. But also it shows maybe the desperation that these schools had where they're like, hey, just we're, we're willing to take the cuts. Just, just let us in. Let us into that conference.
1: Also for the ACC, it's a great deal because now it's appealing to the schools that are already in the conference and maybe enticing them to stick around to say that you're still going to get your money. You don't have to worry about other teams coming in and taking it. It's still going to be available.
4: Yeah, and listen, with the Cal and Stanford, it'll be 30% of the hole for the next 7 years, percent of the uh, revenue, and then that number will jump to 70% in year 8, 75% in year 9, and all that. Like, it's playing the long game, essentially is what it's about, but uh, they're going to be added into the mix, and we'll see if anybody else gets added, but now we are officially, instead of the Pac-12, it is the Pac-2. There are only two schools remaining. We'll have some other headlines to dive into, but it's been a quack, uh, quick, fast-moving show here on Out of Bounds. And we're going to do some ticket giveaways. We'll get you some details on that. Don't worry. We'll also have Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us in the next segment, too. We're going to keep it moving, have our predictions, and have some fun here on an easy Friday show on Out of Bounds, so stay with us.
6: on the sidelines then it's time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today.
4: It's time for the 2023 Central Arkansas Tailgate Extravaganza at War Memorial Stadium. Friday, September 1st from 5 till 10. Saturday from 11 till
3: kickoff. Delectable cuisine